You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. A recent study has revealed that abnormally high levels of protein are associated with increased risk of eating disorder in patients with certain types of dementia. Dr. Rebecca Ahmed has joined us to explain the significance of these findings for dementia care professionals. Frontotemporal dementia is the second most common cause of dementia, second only to Alzheimer's disease. Traditionally, patients who suffer from frontotemporal dementia tend to be younger than those who suffer from Alzheimer's disease. We know that one of the most common features that we see in frontotemporal dementia is eating changes. And this varies along the different types of frontotemporal dementia that a person may have. So frontotemporal dementia is an umbrella term, and of that there are two different main types. The first is called behavioural variant frontotemporal dementia, and that's where patients develop quite prominent behavioural changes, so they may be inappropriate, lose empathy. The other type of frontotemporal dementia is involves language dysfunction, and that's called primary progressive aphasia. And of that type, there are two subtypes. The first is called semantic dementia, where patients lose the meaning of words. And the second type is called progressive non-fluent aphasia, where patients' speech becomes more disfluent and they have grammatical problems. We know from studies that eating changes are common in frontotemporal dementia and present in up to 60% of patients. They most commonly occur in patients with behavioural variant FTD and patients can exhibit changes in behaviour including hyperphagia, so eating increased amounts, eating the same foods repeatedly. They can also develop swallowing difficulties and they also develop a strong preference for sweet or fatty foods. The In semantic dementia, we also know increasingly that eating changes also occur and these tend to be more rigid. So patients can be quite rigid in what they eat. For example, we have one patient who will only eat crackers and chocolate milk for breakfast and that's all he will eat and refuses to eat anything else. We also know that patients with FTD can have changes in their metabolism which we think probably results from these eating changes. We know that patients have increased in their insulin levels and are insulin resistant and the effect that this has on how the disease progresses is not known. We have recently looked at what might be underlying these eating changes in the brain and one of the areas that we've found that may be involved is the hypothalamus and this is a small structure in the brain but it has a lot of function. So the hypothalamus controls appetite and eating, but it also controls autonomic function, which includes temperature regulation and sleeping patterns. And what we've recently found, in particularly in behavioural variant frontotemporal dementia, is that patients have shrinkage of their hypothalamus. And we think that this may be responsible, in part, uh, for the eating changes that we see. We also recently looked at the blood hormones and peptides that we know control eating behaviour. So hormones and peptides such as leptin, PYY, CCK and agugi-related protein. And what we found was that in patients with both behavioural variant FTD and semantic dementia, they have an increase in agugi-related protein. All their other peptides are 
equal to what they would be in controls, but this one peptide, a Googie-related protein, is increased. And this peptide is interesting as when we give this peptide to rats, it promotes hyperphagia eating behaviour. So the rats will eat more. So we wonder if this peptide may be at least in part responsible for the eating changes that we see in FTD. The significance of these findings is that if we can discover what drives these eating changes, then we may be able to trial treatments that can modify how patients behave and how they eat. And this may affect how the disease progresses. I think the important thing also to remember is that eating changes are common in frontotemporal dementia. And it's good to let carers know about these changes as often they will wonder what's going on and that they are common and very difficult to control and do have an effect on insulin levels, cholesterol levels and body mass index. Thank you.